the Oil and Gas Technology Centre has announced the first cohort for their TechX Accelerator programme. We caught up with David Miller, the Director of TechX, and asked him what a typical journey on this Accelerator programme would look like for these startup companies. Well, a startup that's successful in applying to the Pioneer programme, mm -hmm. so they are one of the lucky ten that join. Um, so when they land here, uh, they're, they're with us full time for four months. And they get up to £100,000 funding to support both them as a business, their time here with us in Aberdeen and the product uh, development support. They get partnered up with mentors, so we assign them with key mentors that we think will help support them on their journey. They get assigned partners to help them with their development of their product. Uh, and then we give them saturation into the market so they get in front of service companies and operators that they could potentially take months or years to be able to get access to, to that level. So they can go in and ask the right questions. Is We think you have a problem, is this true? What's the kind of magnitude of that problem? What's the opportunity or value add that we potentially could have? If our product had this feature set to solve that problem, is that something you're interested in? Nine times out of 10 for startups, when they get into that mode of validation with a customer, they actually find what they assumed isn't correct and they have to change and pivot, or what we call pivot. So it's not a failure, it's just them understanding that the market is actually looking for something slightly different. Mm. So before they spend all that money on developing their product, they really understand what the market wants. So we can do that across the operator and service company field uh, very quickly for them through the network of, of, of members that we have at the OGTC. Once they've validated their, their business model and their value proposition, we then move into the rapid prototyping. And this is allowing them to build a minimal viable product, the minimum feature set they need to be able to demonstrate the value proposition that they have validated with the market. We can do that physical, so if it's a product that's physical and we have time to build it to scale, we can do that through our partners. If it's something that's a bit more complex and physical, we could do a virtual prototype or a minimal viable product using augmented reality or virtual reality or animations. And if it's a digital minimal viable product, they tend to be very quick in terms of turnaround. So our goal is to get the minimal viable product created and then get them back into the market with all of the skill sets that we're going to give them over that period. So how do I tell the story? How do I pitch? How do I engage with the customer? How do I understand the psychological mindset of the people's jobs that I'm about to change? We give them a lot of education in that space. So when they go back at the back end of the program, they pitch again back to the market and potential customers to start to generate that early interest and get that final validation that they really have a product. And then we put them in front of investors at the very end. So the last week is all about them pitching to a room full of investors in Aberdeen and London to really start to attract that kind of Series A type funding to help them scale up and really get that product to market. So the first four months is really intense. We give them a lot of support, a lot of education, a lot of funding. At the end of the four months, they graduate, and then we move them into our incubator. So we've got a bolt-on 12-month incubator offering as well. Um, that's a voluntary option, so they can dip in and out of that as they want. It's a buffet of support, if you like, depending on what they need. So they'll get support for the founders, support for the business, and then we'll continue to support the technology development, looking to get them to field trials as quick as possible, and then get them commercialised and into the market. So it's really trying to give them as much as support as we possibly can to make sure that every company that we pick is successful entering into the marketplace. The one bit I picked up there is uh, finding out, validating what the customers want. I can imagine it's always been very difficult in the energy sector. You don't do a Google search on, on finding out what the pain points no. are for, for operators. So I can imagine opening those doors is one of the crucial aspects of this. Uh, absolutely. So. Uh, 
a term that they sometimes use is cost of customer acquisition. It's very high in oil and gas because of the time it takes to find the right person first and foremost. We think the number of companies that we have, both operators and service companies in the supply chain, unless you're the best networked person in the northeast of Scotland, it's very difficult to get to the right person. Um, so we are able to open those doors because we have those networks and connections with our members that we're able to find the right person, the right experts. They can sit in a room and ask the right questions so that very quickly they can get an understanding of the market, what they're looking for, and then we can then help them build that in terms of a product. We followed up by asking David what success would look like for the TechX Accelerator programme. So measure it a few ways. So we're going to track each company that exits the, the programmes in TechX for a minimum of five years. So we're looking for, as you say, jobs. So have they increased size in terms of jobs? Um, so is there an economic development impact in the region? Um, are they attracting additional investment? Uh, what's their revenue look like versus their profit? Um, but also looking at the impact that they're having on the industry, which is a bit more difficult to track mm. sometimes. Um, so looking at the maximising economic recovery agenda, are they managing to reduce cost? Are they increasing oil production? Um, you know, are they reducing time for things to happen? Are we removing some of the, the dirty tasks or the dangerous tasks? Um, and again, that's something we'll work with the organisations over a period of time to be able to articulate you know, we invested four million in the last year in these companies, but we've seen a tenfold increase in value to the industry. So we will monitor that very closely with the companies that exit to ensure that we can demonstrate that value add, not just on an economic impact on the region, but also on the ability to unlock the full potential of the industry.